0: Welcome to Build With Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Welcome, 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 welcome to our live prophetic service. It gives me great joy to welcome each of you. Today is a powerful day. Today the Lord is going to help us grow in such a grace and such a capacity that you will begin to rule over every darkness, every curse, every witchcraft that has ever come against you. Today is a day of great celebration. Today is a day of great victory. If I were you, i will be celebrating right now can you take five seconds to thank god and to worship his holy name for giving us such a day that we may grow that we may overpower that we may celebrate the goodness of god and overpower the works of the enemy so i'm excited oh we thank the lord for today we thank the Lord. Today we are going into a topic that I didn't want to come and talk to you about but I believe I have been sent of the Lord and this is a subject that I am supposed to cover today by instruction. Today we are going to understand the believer's power over witchcraft. we're going to be talking about how a child of God has power over every form of witchcraft. I also want to make sure that everybody is here. So if you don't see somebody that usually joins us, please welcome them, send a message to them. I don't want anybody to miss today's teaching. Send the link to somebody, put it on your social media. Um, If you are a pastor, if you are a leader, if you are a cell group leader, or you know somebody that has been going through some, some crazy, crazy attacks, you want to welcome them to this service today. Ah, We thank God for today's grace. I'm telling you today, You are blessed. Today you are blessed. Let us pray and ask the precious Holy Spirit for help. Are you ready? Father, we thank you for grace. We thank you that you cover us under your mighty wings. That we are eternally secure and safe under your wings, Lord. Thank you for sending your spirit and protecting us thank you for sending your word and protecting us thank you for protecting us under the name of the Lord Jesus ai, 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 ai. we thank you for your glory we thank you for your power we thank you for your goodness we love you so much Lord today lead us today lead me Let every word that is spoken here, let it be under the influence of the Spirit of the Lord. Let it bring understanding. Let it bring power to your people. Let it bring grace to your people. Thank you, my Father. I love you so much. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, it was about, um, it was about uh, three weeks ago, I was uh, in a service and I was hearing a man of God, um, I was actually part of a conversation and uh, while listening to that conversation, I felt the Spirit of the Lord speak to me and said, I want you to teach on breaking generational curses and I want you to talk about the power a believer has over witchcraft. And these are subjects that I don't generally talk about. We may say a few things in passing here and there, but by the special grace and the mercy of God on Wednesday, we spoke about generational curses. I hope you are blessed by what the Lord brought to us. And today by the mercies of God, I want to talk about the power a child of God has over every form of witchcraft. Yeah, so I'm excited. (laughs) Today we thank God for grace. I want to, before we teach, I want to remind you one more time of the prophetic word the Lord has given to us multiple times so far. We need to pray. This morning again I was in a dream and in the dream the Lord showed me an army of locusts that are taking over certain parts of the world, certain countries of the world. So as children of God, we ought to pray. And like I have said before, some of these locusts, they were engineered. They didn't look natural. They had metal body parts. So child of God, uh, if you had any doubt, let me clear it for you. We are for sure, living in the end times we are for sure living closer and closer to the return of the lord so as a church as the body of christ we ought to pray i'm going to give you a couple of things specifically that you must pray against one i want you to pray against famine a drought the shortage of food and supplies this we have to pray and contend this will part of it will look natural but it will also be engineered we have to pray against the shortage of food and supplies okay very important and second We must pray, especially for India, that this famine, this drought, this shortage will not touch India. Will you please make it a point? I mean, there are different nations that are going to be impacted, but I want you to specifically pray for India and I want you to specifically pray that God would have mercy against this being fulfilled. Will you do that? Thank you. I think this is the fourth time I'm telling you so. Third or the fourth time. And I don't like to repeat such prophecies again and again, but it has been on my mind for a long time. So I thought I'll bring it to your attention. I have the great joy and the privilege of speaking to a precious group of people who are in different stages, different points in their walk with God. We have people who are very new, who were who, uh, who probably saved less than a year or two years. And then we have people who have been in the Lord for decades. Some are even pastors and leaders. So my job every week is a bit complex because I have to make sure that the the newest member in the family and the eldest member in the family are both fed and taken care of. And when we take a subject of this nature, it is easy to just feed the ones that are spiritually mature. It is easy to just give information that is going to like excite those who have been in the Lord for a long time But that would be very unfair on my part because I have to make sure that all of us are journeying together All of us are carried together, all of us are fed well So having said that, so I want you to give me some time today and give me your full attention so we can cover the subject well. When we talk about the word witchcraft, especially for those of us who are in India and um, in the eastern part of the world, we have very, very um, creepy, scary images that crop up in our mind because we are used to Having movies shown what that looks like. Somebody takes somebody's hair, somebody takes somebody's food, somebody's clothing, uh, somebody, uh, you know, we, we, all these different uh, flavors are shown to us, stories are told to us. Um, if you go to Africa, it's a different kind of uh, climate there, different kind of a setup there. Um, so my job is not to is not to go into how witchcraft works in different cultures, different countries, and different locations because um, we are not an expert at witchcraft because we don't operate in that realm. We are not meant to operate in that. My job to you is not highlight how all these different spirits work in different cultures but my job is to highlight to you what the word of God and the spirit of God has given to a believer we cannot talk about every inaccuracy and every falsehood because lies and inaccuracies are in the millions but what we can do is talk about the truth is talk about the Lord Jesus Christ and what he has revealed to us in his holy scripture and in the light of the word every lie is exposed Exposed in the light of the truth in the light of what God has given to us we can detect the presence of lies you know it's an important subject because I see many people make this mistake when they start talking about spiritual warfare about witchcraft about generational curses it's like they go so deep in understanding how the kingdom of darkness works there are books written by Christians you read them you end up feeling so afraid you end up feeling so fearful you end up feeling next time you don't even have strength to pray it's because while many of these people may have had experience in the occult and the witchcraft, they are not meant to come and talk to us about what they did and what they practiced and how that world works. No, 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 no. Child of God, our information comes from the Word of God, our, our truth comes from Scripture. We don't have to know. Listen to me carefully We don't have to know every little detail From the kingdom of darkness What we need to become experts at Is how the kingdom of light works How the kingdom of God works How the word of God works How the spirit of the Lord works Are you guys ready for this? Because I don't want to sit here And tell you what what a piece of lime will do What chilies will do What hair will do What this No, 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 no We don't want to go there We don't want to go there We want to stay within the boundaries of God's word We want to stay within the boundaries of the spirit of God We don't want to get a PhD In, in how the kingdom of darkness works We are not evangelists of the kingdom of darkness We are not apostles of the kingdom of darkness We are the apostles and prophets and evangelists of God We are meant to show how God's kingdom works How God has asked us to work So that's very important for us to to understand So with that being said Please go with me to the book of Hebrews chapter. 11 verse 3 By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God Remember it says worlds, plural Mm? By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible one more time we have to we have to read that carefully so that the things which are seen which are visible were not made of things that are visible so in creation we understand that the word of god was used to create the worlds. And the writer is adding another small detail. He's saying that what is visible, what is seen, the things in creation that are visible, that are seen, are not made by material that are visible. And he's saying that this visible world, the visible thing, is made from invisible things. Okay, it's important. One more verse 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. I'll read for us while you pull up the verse. While we do not look at the things which are seen. Apostle Paul is writing this uh, this statement, while we do not look at the things which are seen. So you can look at things that are invisible. While we do not look, we do not see, we do not observe at the things which are seen. So there is a sight, there is a way of looking at things which are invisible, but at things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal so what that which is visible is temporary is transient is for a season it has a beginning and it has an end but the scripture is saying that that which is not seen the invisible is eternal okay I wanted to give you those two scriptures because I want you to understand that there are two worlds, we have spoken about this a few weeks ago, but this is a good refresh. there are two worlds, there is the visible world, the world that we can see, touch, feel, we live in, we interact with, there is the visible world and then there is the invisible world or the invisible things. The visible things and the invisible thing. And the invisible thing created the visible. Or in other words, the invisible has influence, has power over the visible world. Because the visible world is temporary, is transient, but the invisible is eternal. Okay. Okay. Are you guys with me so far? Please. It's very, I am trying to take 4-5 or weeks of teaching and I'm trying to compress them into an hour So I need you to give me your full attention, okay? Alright And man, oh this gets me excited And man was made to function in both the realms Adam was made to walk in the visible and the invisible Oh my God, this is so exciting for me This is so exciting for me We are probably We are probably The only aspect of God's creation That has access to function in both spaces we can walk on the earth and we can walk in the heavenly places we can function in the earth and we can function in the spirit realm because God made us that way are you guys with me so far please because we will not be able to talk about this subject if we could not have influence in the spirit realm in the invisible realm huh? so man i get man I, I'm gonna talk to you you were made for both the natural and the supernatural you were made for the visible and the invisible you are such a peculiar creation. You are such a sophisticated creation by God that you can walk in the natural and step into the supernatural. You can function in both places at the same time. Let me give you a, a simple, those of you who function in the prophetic. This this might have happened for you, you are in a conversation, you are looking at a person, Uh, you are talking to an individual, you are having a conversation and yet while in that conversation you are still connected to the spirit of God, you can still converse with the spirit of God, you can still hear things about, uh, about them or something else from the spirit of God you are in one conversation and yet you are able to have another conversation so there are two realms the visible and the invisible and you are made to function in both realms now God listen to me carefully now God is the author is the ruler is the king of kings is the lord of lords is the one that is higher and greater and most powerful than anything else in the in both realms God is the most powerful in the visible and the invisible there is no greater power than God And this Almighty God, the Lord Jesus Christ, now God who is Almighty, who is the creator of both realms, the visible realm and the invisible realm, who is sovereign over both of these worlds, over both of these realms, He has instituted, He governs these both realms by certain commands by certain systems. He has put in place certain laws. He has put in place certain protocols to operate in these worlds. God has a manual, a standard operating procedure. He wants and for man listen to me carefully listen to me carefully for human beings for a child of god the legal way of functioning in the spirit realm is under the control under the leadership of the holy spirit we do not let me say, no, let me say it like this. We should not attempt to access the realms of the spirit, the invisible world, outside the boundary of the Holy Spirit, outside the boundary of God's word, the system given to man. Aye, 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 aye. The, the way God wants us to interact with Him and to interact and function in this place is through through the leadership of the Holy Spirit That's the way we are supposed to function There are rules There are systems There are protocols that God has ordained for man to walk in the visible and the invisible world and for a child of God the legal way the right way the only way allowed is through the leadership of the Spirit of God so what is witchcraft what is then witchcraft witchcraft is an attempt not an attempt many are successful to access the spirit realm to access information from the spirit realm Witchcraft is a way to access this realm access information from this realm is a way to manipulate that realm so that the things in the natural change accordingly Ah, you guys are quiet for me right now so witchcraft is to depart from the way of God is to depart from the ways of God is to depart from the Holy Spirit is to depart from the eternal Word of God and use other means is to use other means to access to gain information to use that information to change outcomes to have certain impact in the realms of the spirit so that change what happens in the spirit realm will also happen in the natural realm the according to me this is me this is me this is me this is my interpretation the first form of witchcraft happened in the garden of eden The first act This is my personal conviction Okay It's not a doctrine Uh, This is me The first form of witchcraft Happened in the garden Because God told Adam and Eve You can eat from every fruit You can eat from every tree But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil You shall not partake of You shall not touch the fruit That is supposed to Supposed to contain some information The knowledge of good and evil You're not supposed to eat from that fruit And a serpent came My God A serpent came And told Adam and Eve Surely you will not die the fruit shall make you like God It will enlighten you It will give you information God, the information that God is withholding from you This fruit will give you yeah, God is holding the knowledge to himself God is keeping the wisdom to himself God is keeping all that information to himself so why don't you just go ahead and eat Ah, witchcraft trying to access knowledge trying to access information trying to gain understanding beyond the boundary of what God has permitted you see now suddenly you're thinking Oh my God, I thought witchcraft was, you know, somebody doing this, somebody doing that, somebody... So what do people do? Those who practice witchcraft, what do they do? They access information through demon spirits. They understand certain things by studying demonic spirits, they open themselves up to demonic inspiration, and they learn few tricks, they learn few few things, and they engage hey, in using that information to manipulate outcomes and in every culture every religion this takes different shapes and forms this takes different flavors but they're all doing the same thing they don't want to go through the lord jesus christ they don't want to listen and submit to the word of god they don't want to do any of these things they want to do it their own way they want power they want fame they want victory they want whatever it is that they want and they access information use that information and manipulate outcomes for their own agenda for their own Selfish needs For their own selfish desires Why do they don't want to use The Spirit of God Why do they know? Why don't they want to submit To the Holy Spirit Why do they not want to do And go the way of the Word of God I'll tell you simple <sighs> To be under the leadership Of the Spirit of God To be under the leadership of the word of God it requires character it requires holiness it requires you to live to a certain standard of God God is not just a portal God is not just a gate and a door that you use and manipulate no 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 God is God He's holy and he deals with man in a certain way. He requires man to live a certain way. He I my He did not even spare his own son. Ah. So those who don't want to submit to the ways of God Those who don't want to submit to the holiness of God Those who don't want to be led by the spirit of God But they still want victory They still want success They still want money They still want revenge They still want the property They still want whatever it is that they want So they access these realities Not through God's way but through inferior ways that child of God it doesn't matter if they are saying spells doesn't matter if they are doing something with a book or doesn't matter God they are all manipulating certain outcomes let me show you a verse Go with me to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 huh? Let me read for you, very popular passage of Scripture For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood What a powerful statement Our fight Listen to me, carefully Our fight Is not in the natural world. I am in the natural world. I am in the visible world. I can see certain outcomes happening. I can see certain situations happening. But Paul is saying, for but we, we don't wrestle, we don't fight against flesh and blood. Then see what he says but against principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness it, where where in the heavenly places in the heavenly so there is a battle which is invisible okay now now let me let me tell you how to detect witchcraft. Uh, uh, There are many things that we can talk about. (sighs) There is a life God has for a child of God and that life is meant to be lived a certain way. Listen to me carefully. There is a plan God has for you there is a life that God has for you and God wants you to live that life God wants you to live that plan in a certain way now that plan and that life is decided by two people well not people but two powers let me say it that way the one power is you one entity is you and the other is God. So that life and that plan is supposed to be decided by you and God. It is up to you and God to come and have a discussion where God will tell you, my child this is my plan for your life this is what I have for you and then it is up to you to come in agreement with that plan or to reject that plan it is up to you to decide how much will you come in agreement to that plan okay but let's say you are a sincere child of god I you say You are a sincere child of God And you have said yes to God You want to do everything That God has for you And yet You notice that there is another power That is hindering your progress You see that there is another power Trying to take you off course Trying to take you off tangent creating hindrances for you for 30 seconds pray in the spirit lift your voice and pray in the spirit for 30 seconds today by the special grace of god You are being brought to a place where you can locate and uproot every form of witchcraft that has been spoken and done against you in Jesus name. You're not going to need a special prayer. You are going to take authority. You are going to take power over every form of witchcraft spoken and done against you and your house and your destiny. So when you see that there are powers that are trying to derail you that are trying to take you away from that God-ordained life trying to take you away from that God-ordained assignment trying to take you away from that God-ordained way Child of God, that's when you need to detect the presence of another power That's when you have to be sure Wait, I see something else working God and I are both in agreement now But why is there resistance? Why is there another power that is causing me to go away from God that is causing me to go away from the ways of the Lord Let me show you a verse Go with me to, today we are reading a number of verses eh Go with me to Revelation Chapter 3 I believe Or 2 Go with me to the book of Revelation Chapter 2 Verse 14 This is the Lord Jesus Christ Speaking To the church at Pergamum And here what the Lord is saying Revelation chapter 2 verse 14 But I have a few complaints against you You tolerate some among you whose teaching is like that of Balaam who showed Balak how to trip up the people of Israel He taught them to sin by eating food offered to idols and by committing sexual sin in a similar way you have some nicolaitans among you who follow the same teaching repent of your sin or i will come to you suddenly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth now we are introduced to a very interesting character. There's a man called Balaam or Balaam, you know. Um, Balaam is a character in the Old Testament who, I think it is safe for me to say, was a prophet of God, was a genuine prophet of the Lord, who had access to the voice of God. Uh, You will read this in the book of Numbers. We don't have time to to read all those verses. When the children of Israel were going from Egypt to Israel, they come to a certain location and they are a mighty group of people. They are like a million people. An enemy king, I believe it was the king of Moab, I don't remember he saw the enormity, he saw the size of how many people Israelites were and he was overcome with fear. He realized that if he was to go to war with them, if he were to go and fight them, he has no chance. He has no way of winning. So what he does uh, This is manipulation of an outcome He hires Balaam He calls the prophet of God Who has access to the voice of God And he has made an assessment That when Balaam blesses somebody They are blessed When he curses somebody They are cursed so he says can you please come first of all my question is why is this prophet of the lord not with israelites for whatever reason he has become isolated from the work of god from the things that god is doing on the earth we don't have time but we have to become very careful of prophets who are genuinely anointed, who have genuine access to the voice of God, but they don't want to be amongst God's people, be amongst the works of God, be amongst what God is doing, because they—we uh, don't have time to get into that right now. Okay, but anyways. Um, So Balak, this king, hires this prophet to curse the children of God, Ooh. to curse the children of God and he says I will honor you, what he means is I will bring you lots of money, I will give you gifts, uh, I. so three different times the king approaches this man of God to curse Israel and all the three times Balaam what he does he builds seven altars and then goes and speaks to God and comes back and blesses the children of Israel second time seven altars are built goes and speaks to God comes and instead of cursing the people he blesses them third time Seven altars are built, goes and speaks to God. Instead of coming and cursing the children of them, he ends up blessing them. He was hired to curse. You see, the raising of altars. All the three times, God interferes. All the three times, God interjects all the three times okay now how was that witchcraft communicated hey, this is powerful what i'm about to teach you witchcraft is communicated through words there has to be a voice either in the visible realm or in the invisible realm that is speaking certain outcomes the highest form of warfare is a warfare of words you thought it is let's say somebody does take an animal and kill that animal why is there power because there's a voice in the blood that is speaking certain things. When they take animals and they kill for a certain outcome, whichever kind, wherever they do it. Why? Because there's a voice in the blood that is speaking certain. So the power is in the words that are being spoken. So witchcraft Is the speaking of words So the highest form of warfare Is the warfare of words So Balaam is brought He seven times he raises an altar, seven times, three, 21 times. He raises an altar, kills animals with the intention. The altar was raised with the intention to curse Israelites. And then he goes to inquire of the Lord. And three times, three times, God interjects, God interferes and says, no, but you shall bless my people. and. And, and Balaam ends up saying, how can I curse what God has already blessed? So first principle, you, you cannot curse what has already been blessed of God. If God has spoken a certain word over your life, if God has already pronounced a blessing, if God has already said a blessing over you, then that becomes the highest authority. The Word of God is the highest authority. Now please listen to me, listen to me. This is why a child of God needs to know what God's Word says about them. This is why you need to know what Jesus is speaking to you about you and over you. This is why you need to know what is God's word concerning your health what is God's word concerning your family what is God's word concerning your finances what is God's word concerning your life your well-being your ministry your destiny because once God's word comes that word becomes the highest authority so no curse no witchcraft can challenge God's word Child of God, listen to me. This is very important. So, three times, three times, instead of cursing them, blessings are coming upon the children of Israel. Now, you see, now this conversation is happening independent. The children of Israel don't know. Moses doesn't know. They later on find out. Right? Moses is leading the people, the people are going, the people are worshipping, the people are, you know, life in the camp of Israel is going on. And while they are going about their everyday life, there is a king that is plotting against them and there is a prophet that is willing to be bribed to curse them. Child of God, do not become a victim of conversations that are happening about you You need to be notified when people are plotting against you But thank God for grace Thank God for the voice of God Thank God for the Holy Spirit who interferes and interjects conversations and activities that even you are not aware of Thank God for the protection of God ah okay let's continue now balaam realized i cannot curse what god has blessed but because he is a prophet of god because he is a prophet of god and that he understands the mind and the heart of god because he understands the ways of god he understand what makes God happy and what makes God displeased He understand what makes God angry and what causes displeasure to God So while, oh God help me So while he could not curse Israel He says I can't curse, I can't help you king I can't do anything You know what he does? He gives information to the king of Moab listen you can't do anything with this group of people as long as God is for them as long as God is happy as long as God is protecting them you need to find a way of God becoming upset with them you need to find a way causing them to sin against the Lord causing them to live away and walk in a certain way that their actions will trigger the anger of the Lord witchcraft at work he is not doing anything what is he doing he has privileged information what the god of israel likes that's information the king of moab didn't have says you so what then the king of moab does he sends all the good looking women in this country to become friends with the men of israel uh, he, he sends them and they end up sinning together they end up sexually sinning against the Lord but it doesn't stop there then they start inviting the men of Israel to participate in pagan offerings in pagan rituals in all in worshipping other gods witchcraft at work where an outcome is being manipulated because somebody has information. Are you getting this? Are you understanding what is happening here? So when oh God, when the enemy knows that witchcraft is not working against you what they will do what the enemy will try to do is to cause you to live a lifestyle that is not pleasing to God is causing you to walk away from the things of God walk away from the ways of God walk away from the fear of the Lord by doing that now you are exposed because you are no longer under the covering, under the leadership, under the blessing of the Lord. Ah, I wish somebody would bear witness. I remember talking to a man of God who was under constant attack. His marriage, in his ministry, it was just one thing after the other, one thing after the other. Okay? Somebody, uh, he went to prayer, asked somebody to pray for him. And uh, this man of God was supposed to be uh, known for praying against witchcraft. So when this man of God went to this, this, uh, prophet to this man of God, they said sure I'll pray and then they uh, went to his uh, ancestral home. He was living in a different city but they had a home in their village and after praying, they, this, this prayer warrior asked the man of God can you please take me to this location in your house?" when they went to that location and they said can you please dig here and when they dug they found pieces of paper and on the paper they had written things that he must fall into adultery, that he must have this kind of a lifestyle that he must be caught in doing so and so things that he uh, the witchcraft was done So that this man of God, this young man of God Will fall into sin But thank God for grace Thank God for mercy Thank God for the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ He who watches over Israel Neither sleeps nor slumbers So some of these things some people are fighting it's not just their flesh it's just not Ah, it's a weakness no 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 there are powers there are wicked people carried by wicked spirits that don't want you to fulfill your God given assignment so what do they do what do they do? What do they do? They, they are working for you to fall. But I declare to you in the name of the Lord Jesus, you are not going to fall. You are going to stand and stand and stand and stand till the Lord Jesus Christ returns. Because every form of wickedness, that is forged against the house of Israel that is forged against the child of God every form, every plan of the enemy from today in the name of the Lord is powerless I want to take a take a few minutes to talk about how witchcraft has crept into the house of God are you guys learning something yes unfortunately I have to address this, many without their knowledge have stepped into witchcraft. Another form of witchcraft is when people pray soulish prayers and make soulish declarations. This happens unknown to many people. they are just carried by their selfish desire or even lust and they begin to pray and they begin to declare things with no awareness of God's will, with no desire to consult what is the will of God in this matter, what is the heart of God in this matter. What does the Word of God say in this matter? With no desire to consult with God, to search the mind and the heart of God, they have just decided to speak things into existence, to pray things into existence. And they don't limit this to themselves. If it was just about them, it's okay. But they begin to do this for other people. In the name of intercession in the name of spiritual warfare people sometimes do a lot of damage because they don't pray within the boundaries of God's Word they don't pray within the boundaries of the Spirit of God and this becomes even more dangerous when This is done by men and women who have spiritual authority because their words have power. Our prayer, our declarations have to be led by the Spirit of God. Our prayers, our declarations have to be led by the Spirit of God and they have to stay well within the boundaries of God's word. But unknown to many, carried by flesh, carried by excitement, carried by lust, they say things. Now, I want to give you four things that God has given to us four four I want to give you four weapons four arrows ah this is exciting now that you can use against every powers of darkness against every works of witchcraft but before I give you that. I must tell you, if you with or without your knowledge have engaged in witchcraft, you have gone outside the boundary of God's word. You have sought extra sources, extra biblical, extra Holy Spirit without without having fear of God. This could include things like astrology, things like horoscope and the list goes on. There are forms of exercise that are demonic. They are not just breathing exercises. There are spiritual laws at work. So what you have to do is before I give you the four keys. You have to repent. You have to say, God, I was silly, I was stupid, I was wrong. Forgive me. I disconnect and disassociate myself from any covenant I have made with or without my knowledge. I belong to you. My body belongs to you. My soul and my spirit belong to you. My destiny belongs to you, Lord. You need to repent and disassociate yourself from all these connections. Okay? All right. Four keys. I'm going to be fast. They're simple, but they're going to help you. All right? Four things that are given to you I mean there are more than four but I just want to give first the name of the Lord Jesus Christ you and I as the child of God we have been given the privilege and the authorization to use the name of the Lord Jesus Christ so you are allowed to pray In the name of the Lord Jesus and that name is your protection the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is a mighty refuge so you are allowed child of God listen to me you are allowed to use the name of the Lord Jesus to break every other covenant to break every other form of witchcraft and enforce the highest covenant which is your covenant with the Lord Jesus So the name of the Lord is your protection The name of the Lord Jesus Christ is your protection Second, the blood of Jesus It is through the blood of Jesus that all your sins are forgiven So because the blood is upon your life Because you are washed by the blood of the Lamb There are no legal claims to your soul, to your body and to your spirit You are a blood washed believer Yes, 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 yes Because it is through the blood that you have been redeemed It is through the blood you have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light So the blood is your protection My God, my God, my God The I, I, I. When you utter the name of Jesus and when you speak the blood of Jesus I, You know, you. it's not so much about speaking When you are washed by the blood of the lamp your your very presence is a threat and a danger to the kingdom of darkness. But we have come we have come to a culture, we have come to a point in 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 the church today where. Preachers don't use the name of the Lord Jesus anymore. Where preachers don't talk about the blood of Jesus anymore because it's 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 too um, gruesome to talk about the blood. No, 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 no. We don't want to talk about the blood of Jesus. We don't want to talk about no, no, no. Why are we not talking about the two things that are most? Powerful in the kingdom of God, that are most powerful in in the arsenal of the believer is to use the name of the Lord Jesus and is to be washed by the blood of the Lamb. Ah, we don't teach about these things anymore. The name and the blood of Jesus, Hebrews chapter 4, I believe it is, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember the exact verse, if you can find it for me It says, the blood of the new covenant The blood of the Lord Jesus is speaking a better word You're going to sleep, my Karemo So I feel something in my spirit today You're going to bed and some fellow out there is working and doing some nonsense against you is speaking some curses against you but you are sleeping by the time my god by even before it leaves that man's house there is a voice that is speaking around you and in you and from you and that is the voice of the blood of the lamb that you have been washed and that blood is speaking a better word, is speaking the blessing of the Lord, is speaking who you belong to, it's speaking which kingdom you are a part of, it's speaking how many angel armies are backing you up, the blood speaks a better, so the blood of Jesus is your protection, is, is how? I remember as a young believer when I got anointed with the Spirit of the Lord and, 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 and the Lord anointed me with the prophetic gifts I was walking with a with person from church and we were talking about the blood of Jesus and I was very new in the prophetic so I was so raw and as I was talking about the blood and we were walking on a particular street I remember that moment and I will remember it forever my eyes were opened and when I looked to my right I saw millions and millions of demons being thrown like it was like it was like a sea of demons just being pushed. It's like the parting of the Red Sea, right? If you can imagine how they were thrown, and they are thrown miles away. It was so real to me. It was so we were just talking about the blood, and I I go into this vision and I see thousands if not millions of demons just through I was like so aware and I'm like God what is happening I said Holy Spirit what is it what what did I just see and I heard the Lord say I will never forget it they can smell the blood of my son upon you and they cannot stand they cannot stay in an atmosphere they cannot stay in an environment where the blood of Jesus is present. My God! The blood is powerful. The blood of Jesus is powerful. Not only did it bring forgiveness of sins for you, not only did it redeem your soul and your spirit and your body, but it is the one thing I am. It is the one thing Demons cannot penetrate They cannot go through the blood And survive They they, they, they will cease to exist Because the blood ah, We are going to be here for a long time If I just keep talking about the blood now Finally, third, not finally third, third Third, third, third The power of the Holy Spirit do you realize that Almighty God the Spirit of God the Spirit of the Holy Ghost the third person of Trinity dwells inside of you can you imagine the power that is locked up inside a believer and he is present with you 24 7 never leaves you never forsakes you so the Spirit of God is your protection the Holy Spirit the mighty one is forever with you my God you see I have a problem with modern day preachers we are so obsessed we're talking about our deficiencies we are so obsessed about pointing out what our shortcomings are we are so obsessed with what we do not have that we are doing a terrible job at telling the believer what he already has and these are things that are given to him, not because of his works, not because of how well he lives, not because of how much he prays. The name of the Lord, the blood of the lamb and the spirit of God are given to you by grace, are given to you as, as, as an inheritance, as a gift of Salvation You can't earn them, you can never earn them They are gifts from God given to you freely (sighs) Instead of telling us, instead of telling the church The power that is within them The name that has been given to them The blood that is upon them The spirit that indwells them We talk about all kinds of nonsense But today I tell you, child of God, can I wake up the giant inside of you? I'm telling you all that you need to have victory on the earth, all that you need to defeat all kinds of darkness is already given to you, is already in you. Somebody shout right now. You don't have to climb a mountain To be washed by the blood of Jesus You don't have to bring a special offering You don't have to bring uh, an honorarium to me The blood is yours The name of the Lord is yours The spirit of the Lord is yours Gifts of salvation Instead of using these realities We are going in search for some secret power The greatest power is already given You have more authority on the earth Than you are aware of The name of the Lord Jesus Christ The blood of the Lamb And the spirit of God Greatest weapons on the earth today Finally, I'm going to close with this What if I tell you that witchcraft, generational curses, or any work of the enemy, or any powers of darkness is already beneath you? You are seated in heavenly places. That is your location. That is where where you function from for witchcraft to work on you you must leave your high position and come down and fall to a place where inferior spirits can work but you are seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places my God uh, la, 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 la. one more time one more time Ephesians chapter 1 and 2 says you are seated in Christ Jesus where, what is your location where are you seated is there a witchcraft that will work against the Lord Jesus is there a generational curse that can work against the Lord Jesus is there something that can work against the Lord you are seated in In Him You are seated in Him In heavenly places Child of God That is your location And for some of these things to work You must leave your high place Your high position And come down to a subpar To an inferior location For them to work against you But you are in Christ Jesus Today can I remind you I am seated in Christ Jesus In heavenly places So the more aware you become Of your location The more aware you become Of your identity You just live above these things You can't live beneath these things You are living up these things. Uh, You are blessed today. You are blessed. So let me pray for you and then we'll bring this to a close. Father, I thank you for grace. I thank you for elevation. I thank you for helping your people come up. Let them become aware of the power that is working in them. Let their spiritual eyes be open to the power that is working in them. And let them live above every curse. Let them live above every witchcraft. Let them live above every plan, every scheme, every work of the enemy. Father, I bless them with grace. I bless them with supernatural grace and let's let understanding come in Jesus name Amen. Amen Shalom God you are blessed today you are blessed you are supremely blessed every witchcraft is broken every curse is broken because you are in Christ Jesus you are loved you are blessed. Thank you for giving me your time. Take care. God bless you. You are loved. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please consider sharing it. And for more information, log on to harirao.com.